Hey guys, this is episode number 15, and it is not at all an episode I want to record, but here we are, and I'm going to do my best to get through this without crying. So, um, If you've been following me on Instagram or Facebook, you know that last week my husband and I lost one of our dogs very suddenly, totally out of the blue. And, uh, yeah, I hate saying we lost him or he passed away, like all these euphemisms that we use for death. And I don't want this to be a super depressing episode, but honestly, I am not in a happy, uplifting mood today. I have these moments where things are, I wouldn't say okay, but, you know, they're not as bad. And then I have these moments where things are bad, (laughs) things are dark, and I have to cry it out. Like I cannot bottle things up. I know that bottling up my emotions and how I'm feeling just does not serve me in the least. So I've done a lot of crying in these last almost like a week and a half. And uh, yeah, (laughs) a lot of observation, a lot of... um, projecting, really. I'm doing a lot of assuming how other people are going to react to my grief, so I, like, keep it to myself in a way. You know, I don't want to spread it around too much, like it's contagious, or (sighs) just really noticing how it's affecting me and how I'm working through it based on some old stories of who I am. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely, like, I don't, (laughs) I don't want to talk about it like it's this thing that needed to happen to me so I could learn more about myself because the last thing I would have asked for is my dog to die to learn anything more about my life. But at the same time, it's like I've got to do something with it, I guess. I don't know. And I I've felt weird about sharing some of this stuff because I don't want... I don't want to be judged, you know? That's not something that goes away overnight. And, you know, even though I'm a huge advocate for self-expression and authenticity and being who you are, there's still that human part of me that wants to belong to the tribe and doesn't want to be shunned or looked at as weird or, you know, whatever. And, And I always go back to when I went vegan I did that because it felt like the right thing to do. It didn't matter that even my family was mad at me over it. And I was losing friends because I thought I had the right thing to say that was going to change their mind and their view on it. And it didn't. And, you know, I've done harder things than speak up for what I'm thinking, but it's still been tough. It's just, and I, going back to the euphemisms, I just, I want to be intentional with my language and my dog died. You know, we didn't, we didn't put him down. He wasn't growing old and his quality of life wasn't crappy. And, you know, that morning he was fine. (laughs) So, and maybe he wasn't, you know, I, I deal with that too. My husband, like a week prior said he was getting kind of worried about the way he was breathing because he was kind of grunty when he was breathing and, To me, that's just the dog he was. We called him the fun police because he was so (laughs) allergic to people having fun. He was just, he was our curmudgeon, we called him. He was 
just very grumpy. So I didn't think too much of it. So I've had that in my head. You know, if I'd listened to my husband or why didn't my own intuition tell me something was wrong? Been dealing with guilt around that. And then I'm going to be honest, this is rough and I haven't wanted to say it. I've told maybe three people, but you know, I, a lot of friends have come to me lately to tell me, oh, I know, I know your pain. I know how hard it is to lose, you know, one of our fur babies. And, and I know that, you know, how hard it is to lose one of them. Losing my eight-year-old dog on what was a normal day when we woke up is not the same as someone losing their 18-year-old golden retriever due to old age. Like, And it's made me feel like such an asshole to be mad at somebody who's trying to commiserate with me and show me support and love, you know, by talking about how they know what I'm going through, but you don't. <laughs> and maybe some of you do, but the, the people who've shared their stories like that, like, I love you guys, and I'm very sorry that you're going through that, you know, that your, your companion is getting old and, and you might lose them soon. But there was no warning for me, and this is the second time. This isn't even the first time we've lost a dog to terrible illness and you know so it I start to wonder is it me like do I am I incapable of taking care of animals should I not be <laughs> god I can't I just like I said this is not the episode I wanted to put out this week I did have an episode I could have put out but it didn't feel right and of course, it's Thursday morning and an episode should have dropped, but it didn't because I just, I think you can understand, I was not really ready to show up to the mic and be honest and be authentic and be myself because I haven't even felt like myself lately. Like feeling all of these emotions like anger, so much anger and frustration and irritation with people who are just trying to show their support. Like, that's not me, you know? That's not who I believe myself to be. That isn't the Michelle I want to be. I want to be full of love and compassion and, and understanding and caring and just love, you know? And to feel all of these things that they're, they're so opposite of love, are just on the other side of the spectrum and it's just not who I it's not who I want to be. So part of me didn't want to share that because this this doesn't feel authentic, but it's me. It's how I'm showing up right now and that is authenticity. It's not polishing things up until you recognize them again. It's not some watered down version of whatever you're feeling just so you can be palatable to other people. It's just being you and being me in the face of the death of my dog has shown me a lot. <laughs> it's that shadow side that we don't want to talk about, you know? It's that the bad things that we feel, you know, where we lash out at our friends who are just trying to help and how we 
cry and cry and cry. And then two minutes later, we can be laughing at a show we're watching and feel like absolute shit because aren't you supposed to be mourning? Like, I have felt so many things in these last, in this last week and a half that, that I felt ashamed of, that I've felt mad at, that I felt confused by. And it's normal, you know, like, I I know deep down that it's normal, but I feel like, Okay, so this is what has been going through my head. Like I said, I didn't want to spread around grief like it's contagious, like I'm going to spread sadness like the plague. But because I'm not that person, I am the person who's there for my friends who lifts them up in positivity and supports them and cheers them on. And I haven't felt like doing any of that. Like, not that I don't love my friends, not that I don't care about their well being or their success, but I had to take time for myself and that is not, you know, I'm really gearing up to that. I didn't feel like I was ready for that. And I'm mentally going through a whole bunch of other things that I don't want to say it, but was now the right time to lose my dog? You know, that's a thought that went through my head and like that's messed up, but I'm trying not to judge it. It was a thought. I'm not my thoughts, you know. I have a lot going on personally that this felt like, like, why did I need this lesson now? And this thing didn't even happen to me. You know, it happened to my dog. He was, I don't even want to tell you what it was like in that last hour or so. Just, it was awful. That's all you need to know. And I have a lot of... guilt, I guess, a lot of sadness in my heart for the way it happened. And that's something that I have to carry. And when people unknowingly compare it to their dog needing to be put down because they're old, you know, that it's just, it's not quite the same. And it's, all of this has caused just so many different emotions in me when I was already so confused about so many things. This has been tough. And I'm so appreciative of the support and love and kindness I've received. But receiving has not been my strong suit. <laughs> I'm the one who gives, you know, and... So it's been hard to accept or feel like I need to be the one to accept what's happening and what people are giving me. So I've been doing my best, but it started to feel like doing my best was making me feel bitter. <laughs> And I don't, I'm not a bitter person, so it's been illuminating, I guess. And (sighs) 
I don't, I don't know. So there's just a lot going on in my head and a lot going on in my life. And, you know, I was supposed to, actually this episode was supposed to be about morning routines and how I'd been working on mine to uh, release a journal that I created. I created a morning routine journal. It's up on Amazon, and right now it says that episode number 15 is the one to listen to about morning routines, and it's not going to be. I'm going to have to change that. (laughs) So I've had this pressure on myself to record this episode about morning routines, and the moment I put a condition on an episode I was supposed to record is the moment it shut down. Like I just couldn't do it. I didn't want to record an episode on morning routines, mostly because I hadn't settled into mine yet. So I started last Monday morning in order to have a good solid week and a half of morning routine set up. And my dog died later that day. So no episode about morning routines because quite frankly, getting out of bed before you know, like morning is over has not quite happened. And now I'm not giving myself enough credit for things. But yeah, I just, I'm trying to be gentle with myself. You know, I'm trying to say it's it's okay to stop. It's okay to, to take a break, to stay in bed, to watch something on Netflix. I'm mourning, you know, like I don't, I don't have my own kids. My dogs are my babies. So but then I get ahead of myself. I'm like, well, you can't do this forever. Like, so when are you gonna get up and at them? Like you might as well just get back to it because if you can't be like this forever, then why be like that now? And I have so many so many things I want to do with this life, you know, and and if anything reminds you that life is short, it's a death. So like I'm in this weird spot of wanting to to do all the things and do nothing at all with this added mental pressure of you know, this can't last. You can't be a hermit forever. You can't stay in bed forever. You can't watch Netflix forever. So just do stuff. So and then on top of that, because I'm always the one who feels like a mess, I'm I've left stuff in the past for so long that I've carried with me into now that I haven't worked on, you know, that I've been trying to work on, but there's still more. There's, there's always more. So I'm always the one who's in like mental turmoil in my relationship. You know, my husband's like a rock. He's just solid. And, and I want to be the strong one so that if he needs to fall apart, cause this, like this dog was his baby. So I don't want him to feel like he has to hold it together so that he can help me because I'm just getting to the point where I'm so tired of being the one who always needs all the help. But I'm so thankful. Like 
in the end, that's really what I feel. Just a lot of gratitude for him and everything that he's supported me through. And I think now that I broke the seal on recording episodes, I might. <laughs> I have way more to say, you guys. I have had so much and it all goes so fast. Like I feel it in my head. I hear it. I feel it in my heart and in my body. And then my goal is to work through it because I don't want to hold on to things. I don't want to bottle it up. I don't, I don't want to keep it inside anymore. So I'm really trying to work through stuff and then it's gone. And it'll come back as a memory and go, oh, hey, remember when that was a big problem? And I want to make episodes about all of this stuff because that's the whole point of this is self-discovery and the, the process you can go through and the ups and the downs, and but just everything goes so fast. I get an idea, like I had, I made my journal, my morning routine journal, and I was really excited about creating it and putting it out. And I made a plan with my coach because I took that journal course. I'll put a link to it in the show notes uh, and created this journal with her method. And it was awesome. And we made a plan to run a challenge that was supposed to happen this week because today was supposed to be the launch day. And uh, yeah, none of that happened. And I lot like even like right after we made the plan, I was really excited about it. I'm like, oh, this is great. I can do this. And then like two days later, I was like, I'm just not feeling this anymore. Like things for me just go so fast. If I don't create it right away or if I don't do it right away, like I just lose the passion for it and something else takes its place. It It's like creatively, it's chaos in my head a lot of the time. And I think it's it's a lot of why I don't feel so businessy. Like I just, I don't get too settled on one idea. It's why when I was writing books, I, I liked the idea of a book a month because I could write so many of them. I could get them out of my head and, and out on Amazon and into the hands of readers. And then I could move on to something new because I love the new stuff. And it's not because I lost interest in the old stuff. It's not because that wasn't a good idea. I just, things move so quickly and writing a book can take a really long time, but I don't feel like I have a lot of time to do all these things. And I don't know if that's because it was driven by money or not. You know, I still have some things to unravel and to dive deeper into, but I don't know. Everything just goes so fast, whether it's your kid growing up or that idea you have that now you're on to the next or a relationship that you were in and now you're not. I don't know. I don't want to be that cliche, but just hug your babies tight. No regrets in this life, you guys. No regrets. And I say that to myself a lot. Like when, when my dog's want to play or when they want attention, even when I was working, there were very few times where I was like, no, I need to get stuff done. I snuggled with them and I played with them and I <sighs> gave them scratches and loved on them as much as I could, telling myself that I wouldn't regret a moment of that and I wouldn't look back and regret not spending enough time with them. But it, a little bit is there, you know, I still... Would have loved more time. And it feels like 
the end of an era to me. We, my husband and I, went to the pound that day, the animal shelter, to look for a dog. And he, at the very end of the aisle, it was this cage full of puppies. There were like 15 puppies. And I did not want a puppy, you guys. Not even close, but we stood in the middle of that cage and I, I looked at one. And I said, if my husband picks you, or we weren't married at the time, but if 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 Josh picks you, then it'll be okay. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, but Josh picked that dog. <laughs> and then we got talked into getting a second one. <laughs> and they were just... Even when I was locking myself in the bathroom because it was so hard to train puppies and to to be there for them and still be working and, and doing all the things I wanted to do with them. And I was so tired. <laughs> they were eight weeks old and just bundles of energy and and peeing and pooping all over. But <laughs> and I know in my heart that if I had to go back and do it all again, I would. Even with how tragically they both went, you know? But that's over now. And we still have Gretchen when when um, Titan is the one that, that just died. But Max was his brother, and when he passed... Titan was a mess. He was, I mean, that was his partner in crime. They were thick as thieves. And so Titan was really depressed, totally understandable. But we went and got another dog because we didn't know what else to do. And and so we got Gretchen and now we have Gretchen and she's almost 12. And uh, we've had her for almost six years now. And she's just been like my rock. Like, when Max died, we got her, and she was there through that, and then now Titan's gone, and and she doesn't seem as affected, and that's good, because we're not getting another dog, so. But she gets, you know, her solo attention now. We walk every day, and yeah, I actually, I picked up Titan's ashes yesterday, and I put him on the shelf next to his brother, and Gretchen was right there, and I told her about Max, because she never met Max, and I just looked at her, and, you know, like, she's going to be on that shelf one day, and it's just a lot, so. But I have a lot of really amazing people who have been there, and they've given me the space I've needed, because I clearly have not been what I consider myself you know this is still me I'm still Michelle these are things that you know emotions that I experience and feelings that I have and and it's definitely highlighted a lot of shadow stuff that I that I will add to the list to work through I do think that all of the work that I've done this past year has helped me be more gentle with myself. I know it sounded like I haven't been, 
you know, to already telling myself that I've just got to move on and, and get off the bed and, and do stuff. But I've had full days where it's, you know, today is a Netflix day and that's just how it is and it's okay, you know. And uh, I just have the support and love of so many people. And I know that and I, I feel bad that that I've like retreated, but it's what I had to do and I don't feel guilty for that. You know, I know that before I would have, or I would have tried to just suck it up and keep being there for people. But I've been able to be honest about how I'm feeling with quite a few people. And so if you are one of those people who's checked in on me or sent me any kind of messages, just just know that I thank you and every every message that I've gotten has helped me I mean obviously it's helped me but it's helped me see more about myself and and how I react and how I go through this and I don't I don't know part of me still just doesn't want to say the wrong thing but there's not I can't I can't say the wrong thing. These are just things I'm feeling and and what's going through my head. But I think I'll probably leave it at this. This is getting long and I just don't want to cry anymore. So um, so I don't know when I will talk about the morning routine journal. It's up on Amazon if you're interested. I'm going to have to change the part about which episode I'm talking about morning routine journals. Quite honestly, I don't know when I will talk about that. Uh, I do have an episode that can air next week. Um, it happened before this episode, just FYI, if you want, you know, to know the timeline or order of things. But, um, yeah, I do want to do like a, a yearly wrap up for the last episode of the year. And I'm not sure where this is going to go for next year. I actually was contemplating a whole brand change. I know I just changed all the logos and stuff, but I think this needs a new name. This has gone, like, for me, beyond self-discovery. And it's, like, it's what I'm calling deep soul care right now. I think that might be the new name. I don't – we'll see what happens. I just – going with the flow and this is where the flow brought me this morning so thank you you the listener for being supportive of me and listening to my show and you know there are times where I feel like I'm just rambling and who the hell cares but but I've seen people talking about my show other friends who have who've had people mention my show to them and and they've sent me the messages and other people who are, you know, posting on their Instagram and you're probably doing that too. And I thank you so very much. So yeah, thank you and uh, rest in peace, Titan. I'll see you next week.